Hello and welcome to a special series of Block Talk, which we're calling Block Talk Explores. These quick listen episodes will be split by topic area, as our guests, who are all industry leaders in Scotland, will be discussing three specific industry topics. Topic number one is education and awareness of the industry and what property factors do. Number two is recruitment within the industry and any challenges that we that they see. Um, and the third one is customer care. Um, we'll release two episodes in week one and the third will be released the following week. We hope you enjoy the series and as always, it would be great to hear your feedback. Welcome to another episode of the Block Talk podcast. We're doing Block Talk to Explorers. Um, and in this episode, we're talking to Laura Bradley and Audrey Murphy about education awareness. Laura is the operations manager at Highland Residential. She has 15 years of experience working in the private letting sector. Laura is focused on giving the best service to all her customers and has recently completed a property mark level six qualification in residential lettings and property management for Scotland. Audrey is the Interim Director of Governance and Business Improvement at Albine Housing. She joined Albine in Feb 22, armed with knowledge and experience from previous roles in a variety of housing associations across Glasgow, leading operational and strategic frontline services in a senior management role. Previous to the last 20 years working within the housing sector, Audrey worked for nine years within residential services for a mental health charity. So, wow, lots of experience there from, from both. Um, how are you doing today? Yeah, um, wonderful. Um, this is, thank you very much for, for inviting us on. Um, it's uh, it's my first time uh, in this environment, so um quite excited. Good, 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 excellent. Okay, so let's, we'll crack on with education first. So, um what are both of you doing or, or both of your organisations doing to raise awareness of what the property factor's role is and what the flat owner stroke landlord's role is? Who's going to take that one? Well, um, I mean, I'll kind of kick off. Um, I, I think, you know, HRIL is a, a relatively young um, organisation. We were launched in 2017 um, and we're a subsidiary for, for Albine Housing Society, who is a very mature organisation. And we provide that property, facts and letting services. And we also do, you know, our, you know, the low income um, first time buyers and shared equity sales okay. um, across the Highlands. Um, I think Laura will probably um, like to say more about, you know, what, what we do uh, to educate our customers and about the landlord. Okay. Laura? Yeah, thank you, Audrey. I think in our sort of daily engagements with our new existing and current owners and sharing owners, it's our job to give the customers as much information as possible, um, you know, written statement of service, welcome packs, the compliance side of it. Um, we've got information on our website, but we find customers will phone or email us about specific questions about their developments or queries. And each call can be an opportunity for us to share the information. The team yeah. uh, sort of share and log the information um, with each other um, and keep that information relevant so that we've got staff who know what they're talking about. So qualified staff um, within the IRPM. We've got staff who's recently been through their lettings qualification and we've got seconded staff um, 
who okay. you know who have an opportunity to um, upgrade or develop within their roles as well. Okay, understand. I mean, education it's one of those challenges within within property factoring because, in fact, I just had this experience recently. My my son, who is uh, twenty um, um, and in the army, has just bought his first flat, and um, and you know, I've I've been in this industry supplying software factors for. Um, for many, many, many years. CPL's been going for 13, but I was doing it for probably about 12 before then. You would think he knows what his dad does for a living, but he obviously doesn't because because he wasn't that well educated in it. You know, so it's that whole first time buyer, um, you know, trying to make sure they understand. But also the other one, and this has come up on a number of not necessarily in the explorers um versus the podcast, but podcast previously, is it's the downsizers as well. Who are kind of that 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 those are the two kind of demographics who are hitting or coming across factors who have not come across them before. Yeah. yeah. I think with what we do within um so we also do the lift, so low income first time buyers and the shared equity. Um we have a real connection within our department so when it's a property that is being sold within Highland Residential and it's being factored by Highland Residential there's much more of an interlinking um, and team mentality to make sure that information sharing is there Um, you know out with that you know there's only so much that you control within the factoring um, you know making sure knowledge is power and sharing the information but you know the when it's done in-house, so to speak, it's yeah. much more easier to control that that sharing yeah. of information. Yeah, no, no, I would get that actually because because obviously Fraser, my my youngest, is he's he's bought from a developer. Do you know what I mean? The, I'm not suggesting all developers would not tell prospective buyers about factors, but you know they want to sell a flat. You know what I mean? The factoring side of things is a is a is a necessary evil, if you like. Yeah. Mm. So, or a necessary yeah. a necessary service someone else is giving. Okay. Um, do you think the industry should be doing more? Um as an industry, um all factors? I, I think, um, you know, I think for me, you know, the websites are great, isn't it? I mean, the Property Factors website, you know, the Under One Roof, Citizens Advice, even the Scott Gov website, they all have great information for, for landlords and, and owners. Um, and, you know, when you read these and if people had the time to go through all, all of them, you know, they get great sources of information. Um, and you would you would hope that owners in Scotland will be aware of, you know, the legislation and, and what they can expect from, you know, any sort of property management and stuff. But for, for me, I think social media is, you know, is a way to cut across that. I mean, people want kind of instant answers, don't they? Um, so social media help podcasts like this one. Um, I think, though, sometimes the only thing I would say is that maybe the podcasts or social media, I think we aim them at the industry to, to make sure we're all aware and, and got up-to-date information, but maybe there's there's some room in there to um, help our customers and, and do podcasts, you know, and things like that specifically for them. Um, I, I, I was, it was lovely to hear you say about about your son and him becoming an owner. My son's twenty, and he became a renter. Um, and again, uh, you know, uh, this is b- before he he came into the industry. 
and he just he didn't have a clue. And I was thinking, how how is that possible that he's actually moved out and renting somewhere? And he, I don't know how he's going to manage. But I kind of always wonder about that developer or lawyer education. And, and you know, um, we'll all have been there if you bought your first house. You couldn't care less what the lawyer was saying. You just wanted your keys. Yeah. So I, 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 and you're maybe not taking it in. So I do think that the, particularly in the property factors, that legislation about having that welcome pack within that four weeks, because maybe then you've calmed down and you would actually have a look at it. Um, I know we've taught me and Laura have talked about doing something like a video that you get a wee link into, a, you know, someone's smartphone and they can look at a video about, you know, um, how useful that would be. You kind of watch the highlights or the key points, because I tend to think that people might, might like that instantaneous level of information. And then if they want to know more, they can they can go and look. But getting them to know the key things would be important, I think. Yeah, the video. Actually, to be fair, the videos. The video is a fair point. I, I, I was speaking to someone the other day, actually, and 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 that what they what they do is, I think, it's in a sales office or whatever. There's a QR code you can click it, and it kind of tells mm. what the factor does. But but one of the challenges is that lots of different people um, consume and absorb information in different ways. So. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm 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 not a great man for reading something. I mean, if someone sends me, in fact, someone did it yesterday. I'm looking for a new wardrobe, and and I'd gone online to get one, and and I'd um, and they sent me this big long spiel. I just scrolled to the last to find out how much it was. You know, I mean, I, I <laughs> spiel. I mean, it's just just not me. But 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 um, but I I mean I'm I'm heading. Uh, in the car for about seven hours next week and I will listen to a podcast or listen to many mm-hmm. podcasts or listen to Audible on the way, yeah? yeah? So, you know what I mean? And obviously, you can't do video when you're driving, but, you know, video content as well. Just to, you know, I guess you got to push it in multiple different ways because people people absorb it in different ways, yeah? Yeah, I agree. Okay. Um, Laura, anything from you on that or? No, I think Audrey, I think Audrey, um, kind of maximize what we were saying there but I do think you're right in what you say people all take things in differently you know your old your welcome pack where you receive you know a, a document um just posted through your door I think you know to to look for the future to diversify I think is a good thing and again you know putting it on the website because whilst it's not in paper and in your hands it's also then you can increase your size of your font and things like that so looking you know making sure that you can have those sort of benefits for people who might have you know different aspects of of reading and taking in the information yeah no i get you i get you okay so i think we may have already covered this actually so uh, under the industry thing but is there from an education point of view is there any other solutions you can think of that 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 um could be put in place um, I think in terms of raising the profile of the sector in order to so- support recruitment, um, yeah. and we know we're going to talk a bit more about this, um, we need to promote the property sector as a whole within schools, career days, to use like property management qualifications, make it more accessible to local colleges and, you know, continue like apprenticeships as well. So I think going for the younger generation and making them aware about, you know, the sector, I think is a, is a really good solution. And I think Audrey's going to continue on that as well. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, me and me and Laura are, are both quite passionate about the property sector. I mean, obviously, I come from the social housing. Um, I've done, you know, um, factoring and and I've done kind of subsidiaries before, and um, you know, working with Laura and, and uh, HRIL staff. I think we we've seen such a change, haven't we, since the pandemic? But for me, um, and and we're hearing more and more that people are, are kind of struggling with the recruitment. But I I just think as a sector, we we don't sell ourselves enough to. To say, look, there is different career paths here. Um, there is easily transferable skills. Um, you know, if you're in another job and want to look at the property sector as a career, you know, customer care, time management, problem solving. You know, these are all skills that you know we need in the property sector. So, and you can you can get them, you know, working in retail and uh, different things. So for me, it's just about the sector, you know, really selling itself to 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 make sure that young people or you know even people who want to change career paths look at the property sector as a as a, a viable option. Okay. Good. Well thanks for that. Thanks for that information on what your thoughts on education. Mm-hmm.